0: editor's preface to the seventh volume of the american edition of langa's bible work philip Schaff meticulously details the contributions challenges and scholarly rigor that underpin this comprehensive commentary on several of paul's epistles specifically galatians ephesians colossians and philippians this volume represents a significant collaboration among scholars emphasizing the translation and commentary efforts of otto schmoller carl braune and others these scholars provided depth and nuance to the understanding of Paul's messages, enriched by additional insights from a cadre of Anglo-American and German biblical scholars, including Alford, Ellicott, Lightfoot, Edie, and Hodge. The work faced setbacks, notably the reassignment of the Ephesians commentary due to Prof. Dr. Hitchcock's illness and delays due to Dr. Riddle's absence in Germany. Despite these challenges, The project's commitment to integrating the latest scholarly insights remained unwavering. The commentary on Galatians, for instance, benefited from Dr. Edie's work post-publication, and the entire volume was enhanced by consulting Dr. Schenkel's commentaries, despite his theological divergence from the project's scope. Carl Brown's contributions as an exegete are particularly accentuated for their clarity, judiciousness, and scholarly soundness. The volume's additions, Constituting about one third of its content, are aimed at expanding the textual and exegetical understanding of the scriptures, presenting a rich tapestry of biblical scholarship that Schaff believes will be valued by discerning readers. Also, Schaff touches on the future of the series, noting the impending completion of the New Testament commentary with volumes on the Gospel of John and Revelation. He acknowledges the slower progress of the Old Testament series, attributing it to the complexity of the work involved. Dated August 24, 1870, in New York, Schaff's preface encapsulates a moment in scholarly endeavor, reflecting a deep commitment to advancing biblical understanding through collaborative scholarship and rigorous academic inquiry. Moreover, Lang's examination of the Epistle to the Galatians offers a comprehensive insight into the historical, cultural, and religious context of its recipients, the Galatians, who resided in Asia Minor. The genesis of Galatia traces back to the migration of Celtic tribes, the Trochmi, Talistobogi, and Tectosages in the third century BC, who, after a series of expansive military endeavors across Europe and Asia Minor, settled in the region, infusing it with their distinct Gallic heritage. This group, known for their martial prowess and love of freedom, became known as the Gallagresi, affirming their blend of Celtic and Greek cultures. The debate over the Galatians' ethnic origins is nuanced, with perspectives ranging from Jerome's suggestion of a Germanic link to the more widely accepted view of their Celtic roots, as contended by scholars like Langa and Lightfoot. This discourse enriches the understanding of the Galatian church's composition, which, according to Langa, included predominantly Gentile Christians alongside a significant Jewish minority. Paul's epistle, therefore, addresses a diverse audience, Challenging the Judaizing forces attempting to sway these early Christians towards Old Testament legalism. Paul's missionary work in Galatia was marked by personal connection and theological depth. His letter not only asserts his apostolic authority, especially towards the Gentiles, but also seeks to navigate the Galatian Christians through the complexities of their faith journey. By refuting Judaizing arguments with a Christ centered interpretation of the Old Testament, Paul endeavors to solidify the Galatian believers' identity in Christ, transcending their varied ethnic and cultural backgrounds. This intricate tapestry of cultural, ethnic, and religious identities within the Galatian churches highlights the broader challenges and dynamics of the early Christian community. Lange's analysis of the Epistle to the Galatians reveals the strategic and pastoral efforts of Paul to foster a mature, inclusive faith community, resilient, resilient in the face of doctrinal and cultural pressures. Furthermore, Langa's analysis of the epistle to the Galatians focuses on the challenges faced by the Galatian churches due to the influence of Judaizing Christians. Initially, these churches were a source of joy, but their condition deteriorated as they encountered teachings that diverged significantly from Paul's gospel. The Judaizers debated that faith in Christ alone was insufficient for salvation, Adherence to specific Jewish laws, such as circumcision and observance of Jewish festivals, was also necessary. This teaching directly contradicted Paul's message of salvation through faith by grace alone. To undermine Paul and promote their doctrine, the Judaizers questioned his apostolic authority and suggested that he was in opposition to the senior apostles, James, Peter, and John. They even accused Paul of preaching circumcision among Jews to appease Gentiles a claim aimed at discrediting his teachings and integrity. Paul had previously warned the Galatians about the danger of Judaizing influences during his second visit. However, the actual shift away from his teachings occurred after his departure. The rapid progression of this doctrinal shift is evident from the tone of the epistle, which indicates that the Judaizing view had gained substantial traction, diminishing the Galatians' esteem for Paul. Despite the concerning developments, the full apostasy from the principle of faith for justification had not yet been realized. The Galatians had begun practicing Jewish customs, but widespread acceptance of circumcision, the ultimate sign of apostasy from Pauline Christianity, had not occurred. Paul's epistle therefore serves as a corrective, urging the Galatians to reject the Judaizing errors and reaffirm their commitment to the gospel he preached. Through this letter, Paul seeks to re establish his connection with the Galatian believers addressing them with a mix of disappointment and hope for their return to the true Christian faith. In addition, Langa's examination of the Epistle to the Galatians reveals the intricate dynamics and challenges confronting the Galatian churches, primarily due to the Judaizing Christians' influence. This group advocated for a blend of Christian faith and Jewish traditions, significantly straying from Apostle Paul's foundational teaching of salvation through faith in Christ alone. They disputed that faith must be complemented with adherence to Jewish laws, including circumcision and the observance of Jewish festivals, directly challenging the doctrine of salvation by grace. The Judaizers sought to undermine Paul's apostolic authority by casting doubt on his teachings and aligning him in opposition to prominent apostles like James, Peter, and John. They accused Paul of inconsistency, especially regarding circumcision, aiming to discredit his teachings and integrity. This tactical move was designed to sway the Galatian believers away from Paul's gospel, promoting a doctrine that entangled faith with legalistic observances. Paul had forewarned the Galatians about the Judaizing influence during his second visit. However, the doctrinal shift gained momentum after his departure, as reflected in the urgent and concerned tone of his epistle. The letter indicates Paul's alarm that the Judaizing perspective was eroding the esteem in which the Galatians held him and his teachings. Despite the worrying trends, the Galatians had not fully succumbed to apostasy, they had started adopting Jewish customs, but the comprehensive acceptance of circumcision, the ultimate symbol of defection from Pauline Christianity, had not been fully embraced. Through his epistle, Paul endeavored to steer the Galatians back to the core Christian principle of justification by faith, aiming to rekindle their commitment to the gospel he had preached and to fortify their understanding and rejection of Judaizing errors. Further, Lange's commentary on the epistle to the Galatians provides a comprehensive analysis of Paul's objectives, style, and the overall progression of thought. The central aim of this epistle, as Lunga interprets, is twofold. Firstly, to counteract the Judaizing teachers who were influencing the Galatian churches towards a legalistic doctrine of salvation through adherence to the Jewish law and secondly, to reaffirm Paul's apostolic authority and the foundational Christian doctrine of justification by faith alone, apart from the law. The epistle's style reflects a passionate engagement with its subjects, demonstrating Paul's urgency in addressing the Galatians' deviation from the gospel he preached. Langa maintains Paul's method of combining sharp rebukes towards the false teachers, earnest persuasions to correct the Galatians' misunderstandings, and thorough theological expositions to clarify the truth of the gospel. Structurally, Lang outlines the epistle beginning with an address and salutation that point out Paul's unique apostolic calling and the significance of Christ's sacrifice. It then unfolds into two chief divisions, enriched with personal, doctrinal, and practical insights, culminating in a poignant conclusion. The first division reiterates Paul's apostolic authority, detailing his direct commission by Christ and subsequent interactions with the Jerusalem apostles, which confirmed his gospel mission to the Gentiles. The heart of the epistle, as Langa describes, tackles the Galatians' legalism head on, affirming that faith, not law, grants salvation. Paul leverages scriptural precedents, especially the Abrahamic covenant, to argue against the necessity of the law for justification, repeating the law's preparatory role until Christ's fulfillment of its requirements. In sum, Paul calls for a life led by the Spirit, contrasting it with the flesh and advocating a life of love as the fulfillment of the law. Lang's analysis illuminates Galatians as a profound defense of Christian liberty against legalistic corruption, showcasing Paul's theological acumen and deep pastoral care. Besides, Lang's commentary on the Epistle to the Galatians positions it as a seminal work in Christian theology, fundamentally underlining the doctrine of Christian freedom. This epistle, cherished for its declaration of freedom through faith in Christ, stands as a monumental text in the history of Christian thought, likened to the Magna Charta of Christian liberty. It vehemently defends the believer's emancipation from the legalistic demands of the law, underscoring faith in Christ as the sole basis for salvation. This theme of liberation not only resonated deeply during the Reformation, as it provided doctrinal support against the restrictive practices of the papacy, but continues to be a cornerstone of evangelical identity lang elaborates on the dual nature of the epistle showcasing its significance both in doctrinal and ethical dimensions it is portrayed as a deed of manumission for believers affirming their noble status through faith and establishing a robust framework for understanding christian liberty this liberty is articulated against a backdrop of historical insights provided in the text offering a window into the early christian community And Paul's apostolic journey. Schaff adds depth to Lange's analysis by noting the epistle's unique tone, both confrontational and compassionate, mirroring the Apostle Paul's dynamic approach to ministry. This blend of earnestness and tenderness made the message particularly compelling to the Galatians, known for their open heartedness. Martin Luther's deep attachment to Galatians, describing it as his wife, emphasizes the epistle's transformative impact on Christian doctrine and practice. It served as a powerful tool in challenging the established norms of the Gospel's interpretation and laid the doctrinal foundations of Protestantism. The Epistle's strong stand against both Romanism and pseudo Protestantism illustrates its enduring relevance in advocating for a faith based understanding of Christian freedom, firmly opposing any return to legalistic constraints. Through Langa's and others' commentary, Galatians emerges as a pivotal text that continues to inspire and guide the Christian faith embodying the essence of freedom and grace at the heart of the Gospel. Last but not least, the literature section on the Epistle to the Galatians, as summarized from John Lang's perspective, offers an expansive overview that captures the evolution of biblical scholarship from the early Church era through the Reformation and into modern times. This progression accentuates the serious impact of Galatians on Christian theology, particularly its articulation of key doctrines, such as justification by faith, a cornerstone of Pauline theology. Early church fathers, including luminaries like Chrysostom and Augustine, laid the foundational layers of interpretive tradition. Their works, characterized by weighty theological insight and pastoral concern, established critical themes and questions that have continued to guide the study of Galatians. The engagement of these patristic scholars with the text of Galatians demonstrates the epistle's significance in early Christian debates particularly regarding the nature of faith, grace, and the law. The Reformation period marked a significant shift in the approach to Galatians, with Martin Luther's expositions emblematic of this change. Luther's work, deeply personal and theologically charged, recentered centered the discussion on the doctrine of justification by faith alone. This perspective not only revolutionized the theological landscape, but also affirmed the epistle's relevance to the existential and spiritual concerns of believers positioning Galatians as a pivotal text in Protestant thought. In the modern era, the scholarship on Galatians becomes even more nuanced and multifaceted. Scholars like Meyer, Ewald, and Lightfoot brought critical historical and linguistic analysis to the forefront, enhancing understanding of the text's context, its authors' intentions, and its implications for Christian doctrine. This era's commentators have enriched the conversation around Galatians engaging with its complexities and the varied interpretations that have emerged over time. Additionally, the practical expositions mentioned illustrate the enduring relevance of Galatians for faith practice. These works aim to translate the epistle's theological insights into guidance for Christian living, demonstrating the text's continued vitality for personal and communal spirituality. Collectively, the literature on Galatians reflects a rich and dynamic tradition of scholarly and pastoral engagement, asserting the epistle's central role in shaping Christian identity and belief. In conclusion, Schaff's editor's preface to the seventh volume of Lange's Bible work on Paul's epistles, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, and Philippians, reveals a monumental scholarly collaboration aimed at providing comprehensive commentary on these texts. This volume stands out for its integration of scholarly translations and insights from esteemed biblical scholars such as Otto Schmoller, Karl Braun, and noted Anglo American and German theologians like Alford, Ellicott, Lightfoot, Edie, and Hodge. Despite encountering challenges such as the reassignment of the Ephesians commentary due to illness and delays caused by absences, the project's commitment to scholarly rigor and the incorporation of contemporary insights remained unwavering. Braun's exegetical work is highlighted for its clarity and judicious analysis, contributing significantly to the volume's depth. Also, the commentary on Galatians is particularly noteworthy, offering an in-depth exploration of the historical, cultural, and religious context of its audience. Lange's work delves into the Galatians' Celtic heritage and the complex identity of the Galatian churches, situated within the broader early Christian community. This analysis illuminates the challenges faced by these churches under Judaizing influences, which sought to integrate Jewish legalistic practices into the Christian faith, counter to Paul's teachings of salvation by grace through faith. Moreover, Paul's epistle to the Galatians emerges as a critical text within this volume, addressing the doctrinal conflicts with Judaizing Christians and indicating Christian liberty against legalistic constraints. Through a meticulous examination of the text, Langa elucidates Paul's passionate appeal for a return to the gospel he preached, maintaining the epistle's significance in the Christian tradition as a defense of faith and freedom. Lastly, this scholarly work, reflecting the collaborative effort and academic dedication of its contributors, presents a rich tapestry of biblical scholarship. It not only enhances the textual and exegetical understanding of these epistles, but also contributes significantly to the ongoing discourse on Christian identity liberty, and theology.